And welcome back to episode four of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by crew for crew. I am one of your hosts, Big Keith, joined as usually by my bearded friend. Oh, I'm Big Joey. Um, that's all I got for now. That's yeah, that was, I a, for that now. was a, I, I tried to lay you up on it. Yeah, we, we're still working on that, guys. Just the, the, the handoff of the <laughs> You, you could have just said my yeah, name. You said I, the well, rest. <laughs> I can, it, that's something, it's it's awkward. It's like, I feel like if you're stepping on someone's toes, if you say the other co-host names, but then like, if you set them up and then it's like, it's just, yeah. I need to, it's like, it's like you're that. a ring announcer and you're like, and weighing in at from his yes. hometown and then let yeah. me do it myself for the rest say of it. Say it yourself, like, you son of a gun. <laughs> We also have Big Murph with us this week, and uh, we're just going to get into some uh, some general topics, and then we'll dive right into a nice interview here in a little bit. So, I guess let's kick it off. What is everyone drinking this week? Big Murph, do you have a do you have a beverage of choice? I do. Hello, gentlemen. I am drinking a beverage. Uh, it is an imperial stout called Aged on Oak. From a recently closed brewery called Three Stars. Like how recently? Like you went in there and stole this after they closed, or like I went to their goodbye party and uh, up, and this is the last of this particular beer that I saved for this special occasion. Fantastic! Nice. We, we appreciate I also that. Have, I also have a polar black cherry for the crispiness. <laughs> there you go. That segues to mine. Ironically enough, is a bubbly blackberry yours is black cherry or blackberry cherry okay so similar but not and mine's pretty dang good what about you joey uh, uh water wise i will say i am over hydrated today uh so i have a waiting in the wings um president's choice blackberry pomegranate sparkling water i think we've been over this that president's choice is the top tier choice here in canada uh but i also have um Speaking of um, Murph's known love of weird beers, I have a whipped frosting double IPA called Frosty the Friendship Dragon from Flying Monkeys. I have had this before. If I recall, it is not as bad as last week's water, where it just tastes like vanilla. Uh, But it is 8.5%, so if by the end of this I look or sound funny, you can blame the Dippa. I'm on a 9.5. So. All right. Okay, let's see. Let's see if this. That, see if that this sounds disgusting. You don't like IPAs? I mean, not a fruity IP? No. There's not fruity. It's whipped frosting. It's going to have a little hint of vanilla, or it's going to be overwhelmingly vanilla, and I'm going to throw it out like I did last week. Yeah, you definitely don't like the vanilla. Uh, a little follow-up on what you said a minute ago. You said overhydrated. How do you... Uh, put a mathematical equation to how you feel overhydrated. Like, did you drink it? It's like two gallons overhydrated or just you peed a lot. Like, like explain overhydrated. Always back to the dicks with you. I went pee a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so I, most, I, of the, I, most of the time I wake up dehydrated and then I just go through my day taking electrolytes and as much water as possible. But being sick yesterday, all I did was drink water and eat food and then woke up again today and did the same thing. So my body feels very bloated um i will not be surprised if i suddenly pause and boot it to the washroom <laughs> today because <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm gonna have this beer see how it feels move on to the water see how that feels try not to die again tomorrow like i did yesterday nice yeah la- last week's was rough i had to, i had never had to pee so bad uh on the, on an episode until the end of that one 
But uh, I am. Uh, let's see. What's everyone wearing tonight? I've got the the uh, as it was what was it talked about on last week's episode the uh, the piss yellow um, don't curl in me shirt. Big fan of that one. What about you, Murph? Oh, baby shit. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah, baby shit. Yeah, clearly it's baby shit, not piss. There's me getting it all messed up. I am in a drinking drinking team. Oh, nice. Which was was the first shirt that I got from SNL. I think that was one of my first too. Actually, I think that was one of the, um, you know, after I first got in, I think that was one of the first ones I ordered, and it doesn't fit anymore. I got big. I got a lot bigger. I had to move everything to mediums. Oh, I am wearing the uh, weight is a number, heavy is a feeling. Still waiting for the uh, masters is a number, old is a feeling. <laughs> I think that's going to be a good one. This is a good like I I know they say that all their shirts are printed on the same stuff, no. but this one feels better. Like I don't know why, this one just feels like silkier. I will acknowledge that they definitely. I'm assuming they order the exact same shirt, but. I could we uh, we can put a we could put half the shirts next to each other and there's like a, an inch to three inch difference in some of them, uh, so but I've 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 made shirts, you know myself and had them printed off and I get that variance if I go from one shirt to the next so I get it but it just sucks that like shirt manufacturers can get away with that uh, that they can call it the same shirt and literally have the the measurements be inches off it just blows my mind and makes it very frustrating when you're trying to source t-shirts uh, as I've been trying to do lately. Um, but that can, uh, segue. Oh yeah. Did everybody uh, get their mail yesterday? Did, uh, so, so since it's an envelope though, you would think that Carol stream wouldn't like just be holding onto it. Right. It's packages more so than envelopes that usually get you. If it doesn't go through Carol stream, it will be here sooner, but it's still a couple more days then. Okay. Then in the U S I received mine and, uh, the stickers are going to go on my wall, and um, I got a loan $2 bill. Yeah, same. Uh, Eddie, I, that was hysterical. I, I was trying to keep track of, once I saw Eddie's story, he literally had at least $50, well, you know, some uh, denomination divided by two, so call it $60 worth of uh, dollar bills, $2 bills. Uh, and I think everybody else just got the one. Yeah, 60 is not divisible by two either, is it? Oh, yeah. no, so is 50. You could just have 25 $2 bills. You're right. So I was bad at geography last week and I'm bad that at math this hard. week. Right. So there I, there I am. Everyone can uh, make fun of me for that. But yeah, well, what I was getting at was, did everyone except Eddie get just one? Or was it like, was there some correlation of like years of membership or something that we've done? You know, like that I didn't. I, I saw most say, people. Like, I would say it is likely Eddie just got a stack to make a video for Massonomics. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie went to the bank and got a stack himself. That would like, make it. Eddie got the mole helping of, of the uh, the supporting member gift. I'm just waiting for somebody to get this one tattooed. Show me up. Make me look like a dick. Do it. Go get it bigger <laughs> on your leg. On your dick? Yeah, there you go. That would be good. Uh, uh, us Canadians won't see it. Yeah, yeah, because you're not looking at them. That's <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's apparent. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, as... I'm still laughing about that. That's... Oh my god, that was one of the best. Just uh, me and <laughs> me and Aaron absolutely dying, oh, trying yes. to hold it in. That was a that good was... time. Um, now, were you trying to stay off Discord yesterday because you knew? I'm sure you saw on Instagram. Well, 
it'd be almost impossible to be off Discord and Instagram to actually have it be a surprise when yeah. you've got your supporting membership. I'm, I'm sure after like you saw the first one, you just kind of gave up trying to keep yeah. the, uh, you know, surprised. I'm not really that into surprises. Gotcha. With you, so I just, I knew it was going to get ruined. So I just kind of let it happen. Like I'll get mine eventually and it'll go with the patch and the, with the patch, which I have in my hand right now and on my leg permanently. And it'll go with my card, which I laminated. Nice go I've got a whole stack. I actually keep it right here for when I'm on all my calls. I have all the stack of my thank you cards. All your other massonomics related phone calls? <laughs> all my Zoom calls at work. So if I get gotcha. really bored, I can just start like daydreaming. Do you keep about... them in like a pretty little box? Like these are like your little keepsakes? Oh, I should. I should get like a massonomics oh, little... A little mass the note that was it a, passed in the mail from Massonomics. Is a memory box? Is that what they call those? <laughs> I should. I'm though. curious. I'm curious who has the most of those because there's got to be someone that has. Well, because like look at it this way: like someone could have more Massonomic stuff but have less uh, cards because if, if they order yeah. two or three times every time versus someone that's ordered one thing every three months for three years, four years, like they might have more cards but not necessarily more stuff. So that's kind of a weird how you would correlate that of like who actually is the bigger supporting member and the one that has the most stuff or the one that has the most cards i do i will say i enjoy the timeline of the cards because it goes from big joseph to big joey as soon as tanner clues in who i am <laughs> and that's about the time i started chatting with them on instagram uh, yep there's some big joseph's one he even got one to big morgan because i said hey write the she says i don't know how i feel about being big but i'll take the letter <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've uh, he they, they've been able to recognize when my wife orders to still address it as Big Keith, the, mm -hmm. which but I kind of like selfishly want there to be a card that says Big Stephanie and just kind of see her face and just she would not appreciate that necessarily. Nope. <laughs> so that would be kind of amusing. But uh, what's everyone think about the upcoming contest? That I mean, it's clearly going to be some sort of a, de a Jefferson deadlift, but they didn't really release like excessive specifics other than there will be some type of Jefferson deadlift contest. I am feeling a little optimistic about um, getting in early, like if I get in an early submission, because they don't really have the women's list going. So I feel like I could easily get booted off of it, but maybe I could get in on the ground floor to just be on that for a second. No, oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. There isn't there. They do need to get on. I think they might, did they ever talk about that on an episode of actually starting mm -hmm. women's? Okay, so they just have not done that. But after you know, say three or four months from now, when we actually Whatever the contest is, if it's more on form or more on just max effort or if it's all just like doing it while doing something obnoxiously massonomics, like, you know, because I know they're they're not typically just, oh, the highest number, you know, the highest weight wins. That's not really our our. Yeah, our it won't be a set and reps. It won't yeah, be a set no. and reps contest. No. Like, I already did one for, I did uh, the garage gym competition last year sometime. I did my first one and I did a Jefferson deadlift as my variation because it was right after my meet. And I did my Jefferson deadlift in a dress, which I thought was fun. Nice. But I don't think I made it on a list anyway. Where does your Jefferson uh, correlate to your regular deadlift? Were you actually, were you actually going pretty hard on it or was it more of a, I just want to get a video out there doing a Jefferson kind of thing? Yeah, I practiced one the week before and would just like kept hitting my legs and was like, how the fuck do I do this? <laughs> so I think that I just, I don't know what I threw on the bar. I'd have to look back. But um, it was definitely much less, but uh, the coordination wasn't really there. 
but I would I would train for this one. I'm yeah, I'm genuinely shocked. I think every time I do a Jefferson deadlift at how much it hurts my pecs. And I, I don't I don't see it coming, but it's because when you're getting up there and you're trying to lock out, you can't lock out like you normally do by pushing all your shoulders back because your hands are on either side of your body. So you end up having to use your shoulders and your pecs to push back. And that I think I did 365 or something the one time and that just hurts so much. I said, I'm not doing that again, but we'll find out. Maybe I am going to do it again. Maybe we'll do four plates just to mess with my life. That would be really, impressive. Really hurt myself. Because that'd be like what 80, 80, 80 ish percent for you, 85 percent, something like that. That'd be hard. Yeah. You know, well, four pl- uh, f- it's interesting because my four plates is actually not bad for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if you remember at the Arnold, I just walked in, walked over to the Strength Co. and did a cold 405 and a kilt. Ugh, and it was hurt. easy. It was easy. But then you start getting up to the 465s and, the, and they start getting like those, those increments matter. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. find out. Or maybe I'll die trying. Jefferson PR or Jefferson ER? <laughs> well, keep, keep it on the sets and rep. Me and Big Murph are about you're, you. I just I, you are doing the the uh, the meet in July, right, Murph? I uh, I had, you are on the roster. Indeed. I thought I saw you on the roster. I just you know I didn't know. I feel that there's definitely some people on the roster that you know have already backed down and they just haven't updated the picture of it. So just double checking on that. So we're about four and a half weeks out, give or take. How are you feeling? Uh, your body's you got starting that taper, trying to. You know, everything's getting a little heavier each week. Little, <laughs> you guys can't see, but she smiled and drank a beer. <laughs> um, feeling good overall. Um, I think the last message I sent my coach was something along the lines of, I was "Like, oh, I'm feeling pretty beat up." I think it was the combo of like the reverse SSB squats and deadlifts or whatever. And he wrote back, he was just like, haha, no, it's the fuck ton of volume I've been giving you all week. That's why you're struggling. I was like, oh, okay, let's just check it. <laughs> so I'm, I think this is another hard week and then we'll start to taper and I'm just doing whatever he tells me. Nice, nice. My, uh, I got a frantic text from my coach yesterday saying, oh, fuck, your, your meet's the 22nd, not the 16th. And I was like, yeah. And so... Like we basically started hitting like our singles a week or, or a full week early. So now I just have to, I'm not really sure how we're going to adapt to that. If we're going to have like a, a mini D load or just go up half an RPE or something, but yeah, it is what it singles. is. Yeah. More so it's, so instead of having three weeks of single and a D load, I'm going to have four weeks of singles and a D load and just progressively heavier. So just essentially started my taper a week early. And I, he, my, one of my, my coach has another client that's a buddy of mine. We're both in town. He's doing USPA nationals at, on like the 16th so my the, my coach just thought we were both doing the same date i think for some reason so i don't know but he uh he apologized yesterday so he 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 he'd throw something together and fix it but that kind of threw me for a loop yesterday because anything that's like not planned and organized and like has a path like always <laughs> fucks me up when i have to adapt on the fly so as uh is evident by everything i do and say in my life but <laughs> i shall work. make it work i enjoy plan as well i was uh this morning I was testing my new knee sleeves because I got some of the ghost knee sleeves um, upgrading from my, well, I don't know, upgrading, but getting a more serious pair than my very comfortable, very not stiff Stoics. And um, it was not <laughs> the best experience, but um, we'll see if I end up using them in the meet. But I was like, well, I need to be able to test this out mm-hmm. because, you know, I like to reduce the variables. 
agree. Were they just ob- ob- obnoxiously painful or just you like hard it to? Was, it was more painful than I expected. Like I knew it would be tight, but like I'm definitely at the top end of like the sizing. Mm-hmm. So I knew that that would be where, you know, that it would be tight. But um, I, I felt like I was going to have a panic attack just wearing them. So like as I'm doing warm ups, um, I was just like, breathe, fuck, sucks. <laughs> um, but I got through them. I did all my squats. I got them off. It was fine. Um, but it did it did suck. Well, we got a month to figure it out, and then uh, exactly. you know what? I'm kind of excited about in 30 days. All three of us will be in the same room. Uh, assuming no one's plans have changed, like that's we're all. This is, I think is I think you are the are you the first guest we've had that is also going to meet believe yep. yeah everyone else is like had other you know well scans is coming oh yes okay so yeah scans will be there no he's performing okay no, yes, okay so, so yeah i was wrong. So, is lifting yeah she's the first she's the first uh chocolate chip to want to meet though at least yeah <laughs> so since she's the only one we've had on the podcast so far so you know yeah i'm, so I'm pretty excited like I, the arnold was um like life-changing a little bit just going and meeting uh, people that I've kind of viewed as celebrities, right? You know, the Massnomics guys, the Norse Fitness guys, Strength Co. D and Grant, hanging out with Jonathan Oldham. Like, him and I hung out for most of the time I was there. Um, Dan Bell came and hung out with us. Like, that was, like, top-tier kind of... And just in my element, drinking beer, lifting heavy weights, walking around, meeting people. I still think the Lift Hard Live Easy is going to be a little more fun. Because there's not going to be anybody there who takes themselves as seriously as two thirds of the people at the Arnold did. And I think that is going to be just people having fun, drinking beer, making fun of each other, making fun of themselves, like just people being massonomic silly. A gathering of silly gooses and a few people who might not know what they're getting into. <laughs> right? So I'm really excited about it and really excited to meet you guys. Uh, what shirts am I going to bring? I don't know. Like, I don't even know. That's a huge choice. I got to really. Somebody, like... somebody said something about they like picking out their weigh-in attire. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, are we all showing up in, like, the same shirt? Like, how weird is this going to be? <laughs> yeah, I wait. Go ahead. We're all getting in, thir- you know, a lot of us are going to be getting, like, Thursday. So it's like, it's like four or five yeah. days with the Massonomic shit I got to wear. You know, that's uh, it's a fair amount. So. It's, uh, but I am excited about uh, they're going to have a booth at the meet. Uh, I am, I'm sure. I'm sure we can. I don't know if we can necessarily hit up Tanner like before the meet for certain things or anything or just like have, you know, buy it at the meet. But I have heard, you know, through the grapevine that he's going to have some uh, some some bootleg stuff there that you can't get on the website. Uh, so that's actually really exciting because there's some shirts that I think we all missed out on uh, after they had to after they had to pull them down off the site that they, you know, are going to have a, a surplus of. And then, you know, just, just for the crew, essentially. So that'll be cool to restock my collection of shit that I thought was gone forever. I'd like to get my singlet and pick it up there. Um, because I would have, I don't want to pay double shipping for the singlet. That's my, that's my issue there. Cause I already ordered all the other stuff and the singlet got postponed. I'll have to pay another shipping. Um, Grant is going to be there. He's got some, some special shirts maybe be made. Maybe, no, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. We, we heard about that and, on the podcast, I believe. And I got to get in touch with Barefoot because they didn't have my size at the Arnold. And they said if I send them an email or something early, they'll have them for me there. So I'm going to see if I can get a hold of uh, is it Big Carly there. 
oh, I'm going to mess it up. She's going to be so mad or just hate me. Um, <laughs> sorry, I went off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. I zoned out. Did you guys see that? It happens. It happens. So speaking, speaking of the podcast, um, let's rate last week's, this week's podcast, the sneaky episode. The sneaky episode that they, they recorded and then put out later. Uh, the State of the Massonomics Union, I guess, is what they called it. Yep, State of the Union, I believe. I always like hearing them talk about behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, it's <laughs> it's we, we we get a lot of that in the Discord when, you know, they kind of spill the beans on some stuff. But they, you know, there's only so much they put out public. So, I mean, granted, they put that all, they put everything out public in the episode. But just, just being able to get like a full hour-ish of them just talking shop, you, you know, we don't get a whole lot of that. There wasn't, they didn't have to stop and do a, an interview or like they didn't have a whole bunch of other points they had to hit on. So just being able to hear a solid hour-ish of just, you know, content that we find enjoyable you know i'll go ahead and give it a five out of five jd powers this week murph they definitely did touch on more sets and reps this time Mm -hmm. Um, but because they sprinkle it in so rarely i enjoyed it um and it's always good to get an update about the state of things so i will also give it five jd powers i don't like that they snuck it up on us Although I kind of figured when we didn't have an event that they weren't doing a recording. But also, we week. knew that both were traveling. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm also not like Columbo. Like, I didn't, like, put that together. I have mm-hmm. things going on. I should have. Uh, also, Columbo. One of my favorite shows of all time. But I... Um, what? Columbo. One of the best shows of all time. Lost me. What, are you pulling at me? You don't know who Columbo I, is? I really don't. No, I'm 100%. I've, I watched, I've literally watched, like two years of TV and movies in my life, according to one of my apps. And I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, Let me give my rating and then I'm going to give a brief explanation of what Columbo is. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I will say I love getting Tommy excited. So I know I said their name, but he doesn't like get excited on the podcast very often. But when it comes to that, that stuff, like ordering shirts and 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 talking about you know how much you have to spend to get some money back. Like it's hearing him get genuinely excited was really neat. Um, so I think I'm going to go ahead and give that five JD Powers Associates. I'm not kind of interesting because I think he's the more excitable one. Yeah, but Tanner's always a little more um, outgoing, and Tommy's a little more introverted. And then hearing him get that excited about something, I don't know. It was just neat, or maybe I just miss it on other podcasts. Okay, feel free to call me out on that one. Um, but now, okay, whoa, Columbo. So <laughs> we're going back in the 80s. Uh, Columbo was Before America- that. Yeah, 70s, 80s, but I, I would know it from the 80s. Because oh. like I think the first two episodes or something, Leslie Nielsen was on it. So that's probably way before that. If any of you guys want to Google that first episode, let me know while I'm describing it. Um, my explanation of it is Columbo was America's answer to um, Sh- uh, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So... It was Peter Falk, uh, and he was a detective, cigar smoking, trench coat wearing, uh, and his, essentially, they turned it around on you by showing you at the beginning of the show who the murderer was. And then throughout the show, you just had to watch Columbo figure it out. And one of the, the neatest things about him is that he always kind of already knew, and he would just annoy the suspect to the point of them admitting to it. But it would take an hour or two every episode. And he did that. And this is why I say he was the answer, America's answer to Shakespeare, because not only 
Shakespeare always Shakespeare, Sherlock Holmes always went after similar. Yep, sure, same guy. Yeah, always went S. after both have an S. Always went after like the rich, the big supervillains. Uh, like you know, the the he went after these big over the top archetypes. But Columbo was always going after celebrities and people who thought they were above the law. So he was going after all these millionaires and everything, but not because they were geniuses or supervillains, but because they thought they were above him. And he would do so by acting stupid for the entire time. So that's kind of what I loved about Columbo is he he just was really good at his job. And it was an engaging TV show. And it turned the whole detective con kind of conversation around. Uh, so if you ever don't watch Columbo, like I think you're missing out. Uh, put that up there with Golden Girls and The Littlest Hobo at that time period as like things that you should watch to really understand the history of television. And the fact checked on that uh, as the years 1971 to 1978. So maybe Scans is the only one that was alive during its original airtime. I was maybe. way off. But remember, our, our memories about that era, uh, everybody that thinks about the 80s actually happened in the 70s and everything that everybody thinks happened in the 70s actually happened in the 60s well i wonder if that's more true for our generation well i mean that kids these days may not understand that because they don't have the experience of reruns Mm. that we had of like well i watched it when it was on tv (laughs) yeah so that's true yeah we watched it in syndication right right like years and years and years after but you know judging by that guy's hair this is the 80s but you know it was probably the 70s a good call Thank you for fact checking me on that. And also, um, you're welcome, Colombo fans. <laughs> <laughs> he always had his, he always had the lazy eye and the cigar, and he would just like say something, and they would yell at him. Then he'd turn around and he'd come back and do his just one more thing. And every time you heard the just one more thing, you knew he had the guy, the guy, the guy. Well, guys, can I ask everyone listening to this podcast to do me a favor? Uh, on your, on your, you know, on on your phone devices there that everyone has, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, give us a rating, give us a review. It'd really help get the podcast numbers up. We'd really appreciate it. So anything you can do to kind of help boost our numbers for the underrated, unpaid shit, the unpaid and underrated podcast, we'd really appreciate it. So go help we, us out with that. We did crack one thousand downloads. I did see that. I well, I saw it now that I was let back into the uh, Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I was accidentally exiled uh, and hidden from. A lot of the uh, stuff in the uh, private Discord for the podcast because Nate forgot I was a host. That probably wasn't on purpose, but it is kind of fun. No, no, it absolutely wasn't. That was <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I was just like, oh, we just changed the whole format of this and I just have to adapt on the fly. And then, oh, wait, no, it's still there. I just still can't see it. So there, I'm back. Yeah, we got a thousand downloads. And if you haven't already given us a rating, shoot us a rating. I'll, I'll try and feature them on the Instagram if people send me the American ones. I've only got two Canadian ones. So... I've already put those out there. So if you're you want to do that, send them to me. Take a screenshot. If you want to admit to it that it was you, that's also great. All right, uh, we got sponsor read. So this week's sponsor is, of course, the Masonomics Podcast. If you're not already a supporting member, uh, and I'm imagining if you're listening to this, you. Are and if you're listening to this and you aren't, huh? Go ahead and go to massnomics.com slash join. Uh, put in your credit card information and give them money every month. And you can join us on the Discord. You can join us in our cool perk city population, us with our 
neat little Jefferson deadlift things or tattoos or patches and all that kind of stuff. And big thanks to Massonomics for essentially spearheading what we're doing right now. Absolutely. We wouldn't be able to make this happen without them. So thanks, guys. And big Nate, because I also have no well, clue what goes into this after this part. And he I, gotta imagine, I have to imagine he spends, so say it's a two hour, you know, hour, 45 minute podcast. Yeah, I think he spends four or five hours minimum, like start to finish over the course of the, you know, because I can't imagine he just sits down and does it all. But I don't know. Uh, he definitely makes it look easy. Uh, I know he, he 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 banged the whole editing out on Monday because he kept like you know he had a couple of questions for us or some some comments that we clearly knew that he was just getting to it. So because he was like he was out of town. So really appreciate Big Nate. He is the uh, you know the star behind the. Uh, we are just the host. Nate is the star. It would not happen without him. So we appreciate you, buddy. The man is an artist. I agree. Uh, Should we get our guest on the horn? Yeah, let's see if she can, uh, you know, she's been in that waiting room for an hour. Let's see if we can get her in. All right. Uh, Big Murph, is that you? Gentlemen, hello. You are live on the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. Um, First question, the very first question I have. I call you Big Murph. Everybody calls you Big Murph. But I'm sensing there's a different name are you willing to give out your first name to the the massonomics discord crew today i am because it has been posted by big dave on numerous occasions by the xpc lit instagram (laughs) (laughs) my name is christina murphy all right big big christina murphy or can we call you big murph big murph is fine big murph is fine does that does that come from school like that last name shortening thing I think every Murphy has probably been called Murph, and there are yeah. a lot of us. But um, Murph was often the nickname for any sports that I played. So that's fair. Appropriate for my lifting Instagram to go with a sports name rather than Christina. Well, I thought your Instagram was Observe My Expansion. Yes, but the, the it says on there Murph. The name? Okay. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's always tricky when you have the you can you can have your Instagram handle, but then you still have, to have a yeah, name, and then it's like everyone on Discord has fake names. Everyone, and then you go to try to find that person on Instagram, and I'm like, I don't. Which which one are you? Are you the guy with like a whole bunch of letters scrambled together that doesn't mean anything to me? Okay, that's but, my last name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, Zed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll get all these random Instagram requests or like friend or you know people following me, and I'm like, who the hell are you? And then I'll see like uh, friends in common or like other followers and it's like all discord bros and i'm like oh okay you're cool yeah are you, are <laughs> you, you mass- one of them i don't know are you a bot or are you discord like what is it where do i know you <laughs> are you gonna try and sell me supplements today um so murph what brought you to massonomics i think the first time i ever heard of you you sent in a sack was that uh, you no okay negative Negative. All right. Something made me follow you at some point. And I thought that was it. So what brought you into Massonomics? So I don't remember who, but someone shared a post with me. Um, I think it was a now banned banner or shirt. Um, the beer parody, fun, the funsies, um, was how I got in. I enjoy beer. <laughs> I had gotten into lifting. So someone was like, hey, I think you'd like this. And I enjoyed it and 
found their podcast, and then pretty much immediately ordered drinking team shirt and the Lift Evil shorts because they were of the last three pairs and um, started following the podcast and then joined the Discord pretty in, pretty soon after. So that was in February of 22. So I'm still fairly new. Well, how many, uh, how many episodes do you think you've uh, listened to through that? Uh, you basically just listen to like live from February 2022 or did you dive back into any of the old ones or anything or did you cherry pick some of the old ones? I've definitely listened to everything since then and I did cherry pick going back to anyone I had heard of or was interested in um, and then some other randoms probably. Nice. But I've not done all of them. Yeah, so it's, both it's, parts it's... of the party cast, party cast you did. I know I did the first one. <laughs> Really, I, I, I know I would be inter- more interested now to go back and listen now that I have an idea of who the hell people are. But before I was just like, what is happening? I don't know any of this. Um, I'm also fairly new to like lifting culture. Mm, so, um, I, I feel that. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that's definitely me too. Um, and also though, like adamantly trying to stay out of it at the same time. Right. Like if I see a shirt I like, I might like, yeah, I'll order that and look into the company and be like, yeah, I don't need to know you. <laughs> yeah, the, the drama is very interesting. Um, and, and I didn't know anything about this, about feds, even before more recent fed drama. And it was just it's a lot. It's a whole world. <laughs> it is. And I think it's uh, perpetually online people looking for something to do. Yeah, but actually, um so in the Discord and some other really cool people that I've connected with on Instagram um, have given me a lot of really cool advice over the last couple of years about mm-hmm. navigating the world and not dealing with some of the bullshit. So that doesn't include just saying, yeah, I don't care about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, wait, what is happening? Is this okay? What's going on? Yeah. Just don't show up on goobs. Instagram and you're fine. God, that'd be so bad. Your life would be fucking ruined. Like, but then again, like a lot of those people, they you, if you look at some of those older posts and you click on the person's tag, like they it, it only have unless they were pedophiles. If it's just like them altering their pictures, like no one give a shit. Like to you know to some extent. So, but uh, yeah, that would be that would be like God. The, the people that have that have done shady shit and know they've done shady shit and they're in the fitness world, like they have to be just shitting bricks. Think, you know if there's any evidence out there they just know it's going to come out at some point even if it's like years from now like that that guy's going to fucking catch them and it's going to just ruin their lives oh i mean it's kind of easy uh don't touch children well yeah for sure <laughs> like clearly probably i know that might be a stance that some people get mad at me for we try not to get political on here but like if like i don't think that's a political that's a, <laughs> i think i that's... think we'll allow i'll We'll I'll allow use my that brothers one. and you know we're we're good you know yeah yeah everybody's on yeah. the same side of me on that one yeah yeah we're all set so uh so meeting people like i mentioned at the arnold or maybe in 30 days um did you ask tanner what it was like to meet you i did not do a debrief with him after the meet <laughs> So like how a, was that for you? Like, was, was, yeah, was that exciting? <laughs> like, how cool was it for you to meet me? <laughs> no, I enjoyed I how, that, how it happened, though. Can you tell us how that happened? Yeah, so he mentioned uh, in the Discord that he was coming to D.C. He was like, is anyone nearby? 
Um, and I think he mentioned it while DC was experiencing the smoke coming down from up north. Um, so I think I just made jokes about it. I didn't respond. But eventually at, uh, he was in DC and messaged me like where he was. And um, I was not in DC when he messaged me. But uh, we ended up coordinating, just messaging about um, what he was up to, like tourist stuff, you know. And I gave him some recommendations and I ended up saying, you know, maybe you want to go to a baseball game. They're in town. Could be fun. You can get cheap tickets because they're terrible this year. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a rebuilding year. And uh, so, yeah, he ended up going to the game. I went to the game. And... um, and then we found each other. Now that was <laughs> what I enjoyed was he posted a video and he said, I'm at this game yeah. looking for you. And then you posted a video saying I've been summoned. And then the next picture was you two together. Was that on purpose or did you guys, is that how you two knew you were each other at the game? Uh, we were DMing separately on Instagram, but, um, but yeah, we didn't coordinate that. It just he posted that video, so I took a video like as I was walking over to his section to be like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm looking for you." <laughs> Pretty funny, actually. And, uh... Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the picture just because like it still didn't get me any uh, reference of how tall you are, Big Murph, because you know the, that host is so tall and and from from I got my a experience, couple of comments like... about how tall he was. Yeah, um, from from the photo, and I am five four, so I think okay. I helped his angle a little. A little bit, yeah. That's fun. You're the same height as me give or take a half an inch so because i yeah i stood in between those two and just looked like a child like just another small <laughs> so uh speaking of dc we hear you're a big nationals fan is that uh that's just if they've been letting you down every year or they uh you know i haven't really followed baseball no. i know they had, they had a, like strasburg was like the last time i followed baseball and that was like 10 years ago, I think, when he was a rookie, because he uh, actually played in the AAA team in Rochester, where I'm from. So I saw him, or he didn't play for him, but he played on another team that played them here, and that was like a sold-out game that we were actually at. It was kind of cool. Yeah, so the Nats won the World Series in 2019. And uh, since then, there has been a sell-off of our good players. So Mm -hmm. we now have a lot of rotating youth. Um and it's not going great. <laughs> but um, they were a heartbreak for many years. We called them the cardiac gnats. Um, <laughs> they, they would do so great and then just fall apart in like the seventh inning. All of our closers were terrible for many years. Um, but Being from 2019 Toronto. helped keep me you know, through the pandemic. I could just be like, oh, but remember those good times. Being from Toronto, Toronto I, I understand that. I'm not from Toronto. I'm just outside of it. But the Jays also happen to get your hopes up a little bit and then shit the bed, like completely. So I get that. Speaking of Jays, I want to ask a question about this. It's come up from a few people. Do the fact that a lot of MLB, at least, teams have bird names conflict with how you feel about them does not i'm not afraid of names or words oh good that's good 
Is that some of the advice that your friend gave you about dealing with just bullshit on Instagram and stuff and lifting community? Because that kind of seems like it'd be really good advice to, you know, for that also. I've gotten interesting bird advice um, from the lifting community. Um, For those who don't know, I was lifting outdoors for a year or so. Um, And I have a fear of birds which I sometimes refer to as a respect for dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And um, I have posted some of the reaction videos because they existed and they were funny. But it, it is a genuine fear. I do always think they're coming right for me. Um, so there's a panic. Um, I'm told that they're never coming right for me, but no, eventually they're going to come for me. So... Um, yeah, so I've gotten various advice, um, mostly about the crow yep. who was haunting me for some time and bringing me gifts, including bones. And that's hilarious because I would love to have me. a friend. I would love to have a crow friend or a raven friend. And you just accidentally made one and just don't appreciate it. <laughs> I have moved across town and every now and then I'll see a crow and, and I feel like we make eye contact. I'm like, is it you? Could be. Did you find me? That crow, that crow might have actually mourned you when you left. I don't that's, know if you know that. That's possible. I told the new tenant who moved into the apartment about the crow. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, they might be coming back, like May, June of next year. Well, they they do. They mourn uh, each other if they die. So they might have mourned you when you weren't there anymore. So and- what was that? So you're the first patio lifter I think we've had on. I know that the guys like to pretend they care about the difference between basement and garage. I know. Um, I'm now a basement dweller, but I, great. So am I. I, I love mean, your home gym. Can I put that out there? Well, thank you. Yeah, some of the flags you decided on, we won't get into them, but I saw them and I was just like, I knew, I knew that one was a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but like, what was that transition like? And do you have a preference? I mean, there are times that I miss lifting outside. Um, I first started lifting outside out of necessity. It was just during the pandemic. I didn't have space in my tiny apartment. Um, So when I had gotten a a bar and some bumpers, I was deadlifting in the alley by the trash can. Um, And then moved to a place with a patio. So then I had the patio gym for some time. Um, And benching on a beautiful day is amazing. Like just looking up at the sky when there are no birds Um, and just (laughs) beautiful blue sky. And like you're doing tempo bench and you're watching clouds just slowly move across. Hell yeah. Loved it. Um, Other times like on humid days or when it was raining or there were four inches of fucking snow, not so beautiful. Mm. Um, I enjoyed deadlifting in the snow. So maybe I'm just crazy. I did feel like a badass. Like it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. The videos kind of made it worth it. I was like, well, this will at least look cool, even though this sucks. Um, my my toes were numb all of the time. Uh, but I I never actually like fell. I never like straight up slipped on ice. But there there were some close calls. Uh, I'd be worried in the summer about just getting sunburned like a son of a bitch like that. Yeah, would... I had an umbrella. Okay. Okay. And because I didn't want to put on too much sunblock, like if I was squatting, because I didn't want to. Yeah, it would burn the shit out of my eyes. Yeah. So, I I mean, I'm also a very pasty white lady. 
so I and freckled, so like I burn easily. So I, I'm always coated, multi-layering sunblock. Um, but so I had the umbrella. That was a necessity. That it was it was helpful when it was raining to have the umbrella, but it was mostly for the sun. I can imagine being on the bench. As soon as you said benching outside, the first thing I thought is the sun in my eyes. Because I had to like put a flag up in my basement to stop the sun. Then I got so annoyed I moved the whole gym. But now an overhead light is directly above my bench. So I have to turn that off. So I pretty much bench in the dark. So I'll I put on sunglasses even in the basement sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm just, my eyes are set very sensitive to light. Um, but so outside I was almost always wearing sunglasses. And I would put on like, uh, specific sunglasses when I was benching there were like my bicycling sunglasses mm-hmm. they were like more intense that helped can I ask the difference this is just a part of you know watching you on Instagram and it just came to mind now what is more distracting when you were gonna lift and a bird came by or when you're about to lift and a cat jumps on you because I can imagine that they're both distracting you might like one more than the other, mm-hmm. but like what interrupts your mindset or that lift more? Also love your cats. Adorable cats. Yeah, they're beautiful. I went from being like badass deadlifting in the snow to like a cat lady in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, ugh, the progression. Um, I would say that I was, ex- I'm always, ex- I was always expecting a bird and I'm always expecting the cats. Like, I'm on alert all of the time. Um, but no, the crows were, the crow was definitely more yeah. um, of a concern. So I'll take, I'll take the cats. And yes, they are beautiful. Now, out of, speaking of the cats, uh, big, big cat guy, so I can dive into some cats. Uh, do, is one more of an asshole in the gym than the other? Or are they both equally fuck with you when you're lifting? Um, one of them is definitely more wants to hang out and climb on me um yeah he will cry for more attention the other one just wants to lay on my bench and lay on all of my shit <laughs> so, they're, so yeah. they're both slightly frustrating in the gym but in different ways okay but I, I i can appreciate that that's funny yeah one, one is in is my the... way when i'm benching the other's in my way when i'm squatting they both have to go the fuck away if i'm deadlifting so one of them is a powerlifter who's taking up your bench by doing rests between their sets all the time. And the other one's that broccoli haired kid who is shrugging in the squat rack. Yeah. I have a yeah. home gym, but I still have to deal with bros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming they're, uh, are they both indoor or are they indoor cats only? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you would have not, uh, my, 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 my late cat was a indoor outdoor cat. And it, with your loathing of birds, you would have not have liked living in my house because over the 10 years he was an indoor outdoor cat. He probably brought me 10, 15 birds, like into the house and Did varying degrees of aliveness. No, yeah, yeah. So, so um, they, they, every animal, like contrary yeah. to popular belief, in my opinion, every animal almost plays fucking dead for a second when you go to pay, grab paper towels and pick it up and then it starts flying and shitting everywhere in the house or, you know, squirrels, not squirrel, well, mice, rabbits, snakes, small chipmunks. My cat brought in so much shit. Uh, it was pretty much, some kind of animal at least once a week, once a month, just depending on, you know, the time of the year, but you know, it was horrible. So you would have not <laughs> appreciated being woken up at three in the morning by, you know, 
rodents, but I guess the birds never came in at night. It was just the, the mice and rabbits were at night, but birds definitely during the day. And then it's like, it's very hard to get a bird out of the house, just flying around. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can open up the door and you're trying to shoot it out, but it's just like, just flying into the wall that there's it's shedding the feathers are everywhere like there was we had one time there was a bird and like a month later i was still like vacuuming up like little baby feathers like behind the couch and shit i'm like how did i not get all these yet like where do these come from i think i would leave (laughs) (laughs) nope i'm leaving no absolutely not (laughs) i i kind of wonder if as a lifter um the reason cats do that the reason they bring you prey is because they think you're too skinny and can't fend for yourself. And I wonder if as a lifter, if I, I'm probably going to make this as a meme for the you and you page, uh, just like, ow, dude, like I'm doing what I can here. And the cat's just like, yeah, bulk up skinny. <laughs> I think like our cats have only brought like, they bring toys mostly. Like I'm very glad that they haven't brought me any bugs because they do find bugs, play with them, mm-hmm. rip them in half, do all of that nonsense. Great job. I reward them. You get all the treats. Good job. But um, I have been worried that they're just going to like bring me a bug in bed. So like if one jumps on me in the middle of the night, I'm like, what did you do? What is this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you just drop a bug on me? But no such luck. They'll just bring me like their springs and little fuzzy toys and stuff. But, so maybe they don't think that I need. Yeah. You're doing okay, they think. Yeah. yeah. We've watched you lift. You're doing all right. Yeah. They also <laughs> don't have access to a lot of stuff, just the bugs. So. Well, bugs aren't prey. Bugs are um, toys, probably. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cats, oh, we got a cat on the podcast. It's our first hey, cat buddy. podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Um bugs and cats one little quick story so my my dipshit cat you know r.i.p he got a stink bug and didn't Mm. you know clearly didn't know what a stink bug was and like we couldn't get to him in time and that fucker sprayed him and he went he it was i'd never seen him like do the the back pedal circle thing like in like you know fast forward is so sad and then uh i mean it was was slightly amusing because you know it's just like ah shit happens you you know you poke the bear you get bit whatever but uh he just went directly to his water. It was just lapping water like all night, just trying to get that shit taste out of his mouth. But uh, yeah, he never. I don't. I don't think I ever saw him mess with a stink bug again that summer. All right, I have a question from the crew. Okay. Now, if you wouldn't mind giving us some preface of what, why we refer to you as a chocolate chip, and then kind of how does it feel? Is the crew welcoming? Is the crew ex-nominating? Are we constant? Well, we are. We're constantly pointing out that you're of of a different um, sex or gender, so that's got to be a thing. But like, like, what is it ultimately like being Big Murph in a sea of us? Well, let me speak for all women when I say. Oh, I just met you. How, how dare you? Um, yeah. <laughs> Who do you um, think you are? <laughs> so uh, I believe the reference to the ladies being chocolate chips is that we're all in this, like, a nice, beautiful cookie in the Discord and that sprinkled in are occasional women um, as the chocolate chips in the cookie. Is that the origin? That's how I, I think it, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's where I got it from. Okay. A, chewy, a, a chewy chips ahoy that uh, that you know they always bitch about how bad it is. <laughs> I think. Well, we're more of a delicious, like a good one. Not a crumble. Homemade, perhaps. Um, yeah. So it it is interesting at times. There are definitely some responses that I've typed and then deleted and said, "Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Never mind." Um, but I do refer to the Discord generally as my lifting bros when I'm talking, when I'm telling my boyfriend about if I ever refer to the Discord group, he'll be like, you're lifting bros? And the answer is yes. Um, Big Jen, also one of my lifting bros. Um, as are all of the other chocolate chips in the group. But... um I don't think that there's anything. What was the question again? Like, what's it like being? Essentially, yeah. What's it like? I think it's different than when you're one of the only women at the gym among a bunch of dudes. Um, There's, I think everyone's fairly well behaved about I mean, there's obviously a lot of dong talk, a lot of dicks. <laughs> but honestly, if it was just if it was just ladies in the group and like a couple of dudes, there would probably still be a dong and dick talk. So um, we just need more Canadians. That's all. We just yeah. have a lot <laughs> less dick talk. Filter all those cocks out. <laughs> uh, who is running water right now? It's not right. me. Dad's gone now. I would assume it was you because you got the full house, but maybe not. No, no, it's all right. It was fixed. Yep. Um, well, you really used your druthers on that one. And, yeah. and, you know, I appreciate that. And it's like, I, I do kind of like to think that there's a few of us in there that if something does lean towards the inappropriate, I think there's a couple of us that have come in and been like, yeah, we're not going to do that right now. I don't think that there's something that's ever said that's inappropriate because there are ladies present. Yeah, um, is there I mean, in general, because maybe that's just like a dick thing to say generally, not yeah. because of the company. Yeah. Um, I have noticed that at times if new people join the discord and this is just over the past year, not just like recently. Um, but and this happened when I first joined too. that when people join, they don't really know the vibe and maybe they will talk or start, you know, messaging before they understand the vibe of the group and how we're just here to be silly gooses we're not doing political stuff we're not doing whatever um so sometimes somebody will post something and then it's and i'm like oh that's exactly <laughs> what we do here yeah but and i keep waiting to see if somebody else will respond and then it's just crickets i'm like cool and then we just all move on <laughs> like no one acknowledged that yeah yeah that's not what we do here there was some of that in our, our crew chat the other day, I think. And I just like down, like some new guy just started saying some rhetoric bullshit. And I was like, well, downvote that. Yep. Yep. Next. Well, that's fun. Thanks for that insight. I would never know that because I have never asked before. <laughs> Keith, what's our next segment? Do we have anything going yet? Uh, Got a couple more questions. So here we go. Would you go Washington Nationals? Iowa Hawkeyes. You can only go to one game for the rest of your life. Ooh. Uh, Washington Nationals. Okay. 
It's good to know. And then um, it's because why? I live in DC and I never actually went to University of Iowa. Got it. It's gonna say like that's it's quick grew answer. Up nearby. Gotcha. Yeah. I, so we got some. Uh, I'm sure you know. You. Uh, I got some. A lot of feed feedback from your friend Susan. So she gave me as much. You know general topic stuff that she knew from you uh so that's kind of how we built our interview questionnaire but yeah no if nothing else is jumping out at you i mean i can we can shoot a couple more of these out or we can jump into silly question it really doesn't matter to me uh actually i'm curious about this one this is one that kind of stuck out to me so your softball team you played in college uh do you want to tell you like a two-minute story of how you transitioned that from a club to an actual d3 program is that something that was pretty cool? I mean, I was intrigued by that, so I would like to hear that quick story. Yeah, so I played softball through, you know, all all of my youth, I suppose, through high school. Um, I think I threw out my shoulder my senior year of high school. And then uh, in college, I didn't go to play softball. Like, I wasn't that good. And um, the college that I went to did not have a softball team, which was very interesting because it was a women's college. So you would think yeah. they would at least have a softball team. Um, so some other ladies, uh, we just all started talking about how we used to play softball. We wanted to play softball. We got together, realized we had a so- we had a pitcher, catcher, third baseman, first baseman, some outfielders, and we're like, we can make this work. Um, so started just like an intramural team. Um, we started playing like some local, like, I want to say like junior high and high school teams that would play <laughs> us as like a scrimmage. Like really games, that's pretty cool. Um, and eventually, you know, over the years, like we ended up getting a coach my junior year, maybe, um, that the, the, the college helped with. And then by my senior year, we became division three. Um, but I threw my shoulder out again because I was a pitcher and that will do terrible things to your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Has that affected your powerlifting career? Like, do you go out of your way to use a Duffalo and an SSB and whatnot regularly since you've got a pre-existing shoulder issue? I love that you call it my powerlifting career. Hey, um, man. <laughs> we are all powerlifting. I... No, uh, I, I don't think so. Um, I haven't had any particular issues. When I use dumbbells every now and then, I get a, I'm concerned that my shoulder will pop out because it's done that a few times, but that hasn't happened in many years. Good, good to know. Well, I'm glad that was actually a pretty cool story. That was one. That was one of the main things that kind of stuck out when I was reading through the uh, the data that I got from your friend. So, well, if uh, if there's no other questions we want to get into, I guess it's time to move into one of our uh, favorite segments of the episode, and let's hear a silly question from a Big Joey. You know, I almost didn't have one. Oh man, well, well. That that would have that would have left me hanging. Talking to Big Nerf is or Big Murph has made me a little nervous, uh, because Big Murph makes me laugh a lot on Instagram, and I wanted to to have something good. Uh, so I don't know if I have anything that great, but it was a weird thing I thought about on the way to work today. Okay, if you could have an eye anywhere else on your body, where would you put that eye, and why? I got one. Uh, actually, just, this is this is that's what I do. I, everything I kind of, I always have like weird angles on this. But so I was doing some electrical work the other day at work. At the, I was doing electrical the other day, and I literally couldn't see what I was working on. I had to basically clip a wire back into a hole, and I couldn't see it. So I had to, I got my phone out and I turned it on video, 
And because I was able to get my the lens of like the the screen of my camera up into the cavity that I was trying to work on and see, and then I was able to thread the wire into where it needed to go using the the camera on my phone. So if I had an eye on one of my fingertips, I could have stuck my fingertip eye up in that area and then saw exactly what I needed to see. So that'd be kind of cool. I'm just don't know how that would correlate in other you know aspects. And just of say life, like like you have to. You'd have to wipe with one hand for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll... I'll get I'll, a patch, I'll, you know. <laughs> get yeah, I could always put a... <laughs> a turlet put, patch? Put the, put the, just put a, a, a black finger condom like you had to wear if you work in a kitchen or something on it. And you had a, you know, a Band-Aid. Oh, man, that does uh, kind of throw a wrench in my uh-huh. logic. I don't know. What else? Are you, are you going to put one on your fucking forehead, though, and just have that, like... I mean, you'd almost have to... I think the right answer might just be, like, somewhere no one can see it so it's not you're not weird and like you know have this weird anomaly on your body that you're judged by so i guess it's a matter of are you so vain you don't want it to be seen or do you want to take advantage of it somehow and like be able to make like how could you make money off of it like what what could you add that you could actually capitalize like i don't know i just think pragmatically of how i would make my life easier and if i could like see out of my finger and put it in weird places like that'd be cool i agree but still well, interfering with came down future. to like capitalism how do i, I just... money off of this? <laughs> um i have follow-up question okay interesting because okay. i am not expecting that so and i just like the other two that i can see from is it the same size or it will scale down or up depending you have your druthers okay um can others see it like if it was so small like, but would it be effective if if it was that small? I don't know. Like the human body has limitations. I think it'd have to be visible to be functional. Like it'd have to be like the size of like your pinky for at the smallest to still be functional in any way, shape, or form. I'd say. Do others have this, or am I just unique? Well, let's assume others have it. Ooh. Okay. Makes me not special though. Because if no one else had one, I would definitely want to hide it. So that mm-hmm. I very sneakily look at people that they wouldn't know. Good spy. I like that. I don't want to become like a, a, a lab rat. Mm-hmm. Find my superpower. Which is your your random eye that yeah. only can see. Hmm. Can I blink it separately? I'm not connected. I'm thinking this through. I mean, initially I was thinking like on my palm, just for like creeping purposes. Yep. That's but, the first uh, place I thought too. Like that dude from, um, come on, I'm doing the thing. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of um, cool. <clears throat> I think if you had it. But also like clapping, lifting, like deadlifting with your eye. I, I don't know. Like, does it hurt? Does it I would imagine, because if you drop the bar on your face, it hurts your eyes. So I assume that grappling the bar with your eyes would also hurt. But I assume you could, like, patch it up. But it's got an eyelid, too, you would think. Like, you can't have an eye without eyelids. So you could just close yeah. your eyelids. So that's why if I look at it as, like, being on my the tip of my finger, if I just, you know, squint with the tip of my finger, then it's closed. I mean, it'd still be more more fragile, but it could still be closed. So you could technically make it somewhat not obvious unless you open your, you know, third eyelid. 
Yeah, Such a random it, question. I love how. But if you could see like in a different direction, that would be more helpful. I mean, like on your hand, then you could put it wherever. But that has okay. downsides because maybe you don't want to see mm-hmm. everything, touch everything with your eye. Um, so like maybe on the back of your neck situation. That'd be cool. Out of my head. Because I'm gonna go at the back of my neck just to like see behind me for you know the other direction birds may be coming. I like that answer. That's a really good answer. But I also like the idea of concealing it somewhere so that no one's really seeing it. Just put your hair down. Yeah. That's true. Uh, that was actually my answer. In the back, back of my head. Neck. Back of my head, back of my neck. Just kind of a hidden eye there that I could just randomly open just to make sure I wasn't getting snuck up on. I thought about the palm thing too, because that would just be cool for like, like, look at me, I'm a walking tool video. Like that would be really fun to mess around with, but I don't think it would be very pragmatic. All right. That's my silly question. Came up with that on the way to work today. They never disappoint. It does give me, do you, so you really like you have, what's the earliest you've had a silly question? Because every time you tell me, like, I just thought about this this morning, I thought about an hour. It gives me anxiety that like we've had a week and like this kid's just like, just now getting a silly question. So like, is it just straight up like, oh, it's podcast day. Let me think of a silly question. You don't like nothing jumps out at you in the seven days leading up to it that you just kind of like put in your notepad. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, Some of them the night before, some of them maybe one or two days before, but again, uh, I'm I'm not like super planning like you two into data and and all that. I don't I don't do that. I find that um, allowing things to come to me naturally has made for much more interesting things. I like excuse me. I like the silly questions and always doing follow ups to clarify. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend who does similar questions. Um, and I think our favorite one to date was the question, are there more chairs than people? And that led into a whole conversation of how do you define chairs? Do you mean people ever? Do you mean chairs ever? Like, oh, my God. Oh, God I, it turned I, into I, a very fun, like, like a three-hour conversation around a bonfire one night. Like, just, you, know, you can have, keep that one for another time. I'm going to be thinking about that the rest of the damn yeah. episode because now I've like already run through every different scenario that I could deep dive in, like, holy shit, because is a pew a chair? Is a bench a chair? Is, yeah. oh, are what about seats like in a seats in a car? Yeah. Like, you know how many big buses there are with seats in them? Like, like aud- auditoriums, like 30,000. But people you know. die and reuse the same seats. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, if you look at the, I mean, mathematically, that would be an easy question to answer because mathematically, there's more dead people than there ever has been alive people. So the, uh, we would just be overrun with chairs if there were more chairs than people. So if you're talking specifically alive, then that gets harder to prove. But Yeah, it's got to be alive if, people versus If you want to talk right? people ever versus chairs ever, yeah. we would we would just be overrun with chairs because chairs don't go away. Yes, they do. Like, you can burn chairs. I don't think there's enough break? people. I know I can. I have. <laughs> I just don't think there's enough people doing it. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, anyway, it can go down a lot of rabbit holes. Oh, God, I'm going to think about that all night. <laughs> you, just, you, you fucked my whole Good. night up, because now I'm going to be welcome. thinking about that. I'm going to be welcome. anxietily thinking about that all night long. Good, to he's going to go count all the chairs in his house. Uh, How many people have sat in these? Well, yeah, because <laughs> I'm going to do a spreadsheet. He's going to make a spreadsheet, Murph. I do love spreadsheets. Well, I have, I have three benches right next to me, and if that's considered a chair, I could sit four people on each bench. So that's, Jesus, like, that's that's. that's I don't think it's considered a chair unless it has a back. Uh, so you're so you're saying a bar stool is not a, a chair? Not a chair? No, that's it's a stool. That's why it's called a stool, not a bar uh, chair. 
semantics. Unless, it's okay. It's language. <laughs> a platypus isn't a beaver duck. It's a platypus. Like it exists on its own by name. So you guys say it exists. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, that's actually a conspiracy theory. That, that they aren't actually real. That they're not real and scientists are just making it up to steal funding from things. I love cats. Oh, uh, so are they, I'm assuming they're, they're the cat. So Big Murph's cat just climbed up on her and kind of clawed her whole body. So watching her reaction to getting spiked was kind of amusing. Uh, I'm assuming they're siblings from the same litter. They, so they look identical, right? Yeah. Nice. Well, do you guys want to dive into some overrated, underrated this week? Sure. I dove into this this blueberry pomegranate thing, and I'm glad I did. This is so good. Nice. I I switched over to Mick Ultra a little bit ago, and I just smashed my second. I think I'm going to have to switch to water because I'm still thirsty. I I am, unlike Joey, I am not overhydrated today. I did not drink enough at work, and it was like 90 degrees. Oh, it was a hot one today. For sure. Um, all right. Big Murph, are you familiar with Overrated Underrated? It's a game that we uh, invented ourselves on the Unpaid and under, uh, Underrated <laughs> podcast. It has never existed in, in eternity until, you know, Joey and I came up with it together. Luckily, I've listened to this podcast before. That is good, because it would be the One only place sword. you would ever hear it. <laughs> uh, all right. So do you want to go over the rules, Big Joey? Yeah, I can work those through. Uh, essentially, we're going to give you a list of hand-picked big Murph, big Christina Murph items. Uh, and you have to pick whether one is... I know, it was weird. That felt weird. I saw your face there when I said Christina Murph, and it's just like, uh. Anyway, big Murph. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they are... Uh, essentially, you have to pick overrated or underrated. Uh, you cannot ride the line. Uh, you do have to pick one or the other. You cannot ride two horses with one ass. Okay. I think mine was one of the first ones I'm going to put out there. Overrated, underrated. Elevator selfies. Oh, obviously underrated. The lighting is exquisite. Um, you can weird out other people on the elevator if, <laughs> if you go that route. I have not. Um but it's just great lighting and it's a nice little reminder if your elevator is on the way to work, um, then it helps you to just feel like, and people don't even know, but I was like benching whatever weight this morning. And I just, it's a nice little like pump up for your day. Um, just uh, a little, a little flex in the elevator. We, we call that the God lighting, right? The lighting that's just above you coming down. Uh, yeah, it contours perfectly. Yeah, I, I I feel you on that one. Yeah, we always appreciate seeing this on the gram. It always uh, gives us a, you know, inspires me to go get a little pump in. Um, I'll do the first three, I think. We'll, yeah, we'll kind of split this fitty-fitty. Like I, sw- I switched the second one. Feel free to keep it original if it didn't update or not. It, it just did something she had already hit on, so it was kind of All right. pointless. Overrated or underrated? Candace Bergen. From Murphy Brown and Saturday Night Live. Uh, it's been a long time. I'm trying to think of like at this point, like what the what's rated. Um, I guess I have to go with underrated. 
just because I feel like there are probably half the people in the Discord at this point that have no idea. Oh, yeah, at least half, I'd say. <laughs> but uh, just for, for clarity, like, Murphy Brown, like, that's what I think. Like, if I was to think of a Murphy that wasn't Big Murph, like, it's got to be Murphy Brown. Like, is that, am I alone there? Like, Murphy Brown is, like... Like, the, Eddie Murphy, Charlie... I was called uh, Charlie Murphy all through high school because that was, like, Chappelle show days. So I'd walk in the room and it'd be like, Charlie Murphy! <laughs> but, I'm looking up something here. I'm looking up something here. But See it if is, I was wrong. Oh, mm. for her, her her actual name, because <laughs> you threw me for a loop when you said like the actress's name, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I know Murphy Brown. No, no, it's Candace Bergen. Gotcha. He might not be looking something else, right? But uh, but why he does that? It is crazy how young some of the Discord crew is. Like, I get people in there that are li- there's like literal teenagers in there that just like, like I don't know any teenagers. Like that's crazy. Like teenagers. I think one that like said they were a teenager followed me on instagram and their account is like private so i have to request to follow them back and i was like i don't know but like yeah i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna request to follow a teenager i don't feel weird i don't know so no offense if you're listening that i just (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't want to show up on goob (laughs) <laughs> to bring it back maybe, to the beginning maybe to, like maybe through the discord if people you know more people know people all right so this one comes from our friend big jen a oh, friend of the podcast has come up quite a few times um overrated or underrated i don't know what this means <laughs> half smokes oh my goodness well especially if you don't know what they mean than underrated. Is everything going to be underrated? Um, they are delicious. Um, so it's, it's similar to a hot dog, but better. Um, I don't know if this means that Jen has like come to DC or if she big Jen's. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, sorry. When you say Jen, I have no yeah. clue who you're talking about. You say big Jen, then oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, so um, it's like a pork and beef, you know. A pork and beef? Like sausage situation. Um, what kind um, of toppings? What kind of toppings would go on it? Like, like sell it to us. Like, tell like we have eyes. I'm I'm completely lost. And other than hot dog with pork and beef, so well, so it, it varies. Sometimes you'll get it with chili on top. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really varies. I mean, you can get whatever you want on just like with a hot dog, like. How so, it, so it's it's a form of worst. It's of some form of of bratwurst that's made specifically a regional type thing. Yeah, there DC's has is popular at one particular location. Of like Ben's Chili Bowl is known for their half smokes. Um, there are a number of uh, like smokehouses in DC that have that have half smokes. Um, but so because so many people are unfamiliar, they have to be underrated. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all be flying out there to get them. They're pretty good. All right. That's a couple of mine. Um, uh, Big Keith, you want to take up the next? Yeah. So I got one. Uh, okay. So this is one that I kind of, it, it, I've seen it come up in the past. So I was going to chuckle. So USPA's ability to handle Washington, D.C.'s state records for powerlifting. 
I assume USPA is similar to. Or was it USPA? Um, okay, which I, maybe was it USA? You you did a meet where you basically did they USA didn't. Up, yeah. Okay, so what I said would make it USAPL. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's fair. Um, although these days probably not, but uh, yeah, USAPL like they knew I was a DC lifter and they <laughs> posted me as a Maryland um, because they don't separate out DC, so they just start like eh, pretend you're still with Maryland. Um, did you guys so- not win a war or something to separate? those two no it's very complicated <laughs> <laughs> i thought everything you guys did down there was from a war uh so i got the north and south dakotas it's why you got the <laughs> sorry that was a little no, but um so that's some overrated nonsense i guess overrated yes. to say that it's like bad um mm-hmm. but just because i don't think maryland wants dc dc doesn't want maryland don't lump us in. I get we're not at state, but I've been. Go ahead. I've been waiting three weeks. Actually, I'll just jump in there. Sorry, Keith. I saw I twitch there. Uh, Three weeks, and they still haven't updated my open powerlifting. Three weeks. I did my meet URPF, and I had to email the meet director because they only updated the Maryland ones. So me and another guy who I knew was a Virginia lifter. Um, we had both competed at that meet, and I was like, hey, I'm like, did your shit ever get on? Or no, maybe it wasn't open powerlifting. It was on the WRPF, like, mm. for our little state records, um, that those were never posted. So we had to follow up with the meet director to get those posted. But they went okay. on open powerlifting pretty, like, within... My, they few, haven't even put my OPL up. It was so a few weeks. I'm not even up there at all. Um, also, interesting, did you guys see uh, Big Jess at the IPF Worlds recently? Oh, I think I watched all of IPF Worlds. Okay, did you catch the now famous typo? Somebody in the Discord put about it. Yeah. Powerlifting. (laughs) Was that like on the main one or just like one of like the side? Like I, I, because there was multiple, was there, uh, were there multiple platforms or just a one platform made? I can't even remember. Just the one. one. So, like, yeah. literally one one banner for a huge IPF meet at the fuck. Because I was listening to Two White Lights, and they did make fun of they they made jest of something about an error on the banner, but they didn't put it together. So yeah. that's that's actually really funny. To power have lifting. That up. Uh, well, it's real easy when you're the world's biggest powerlifting. Yeah. Well, they're not they're federation. The powerlifting. <laughs> powerlifting. <laughs> that's that's pretty right. good. I like Next. that. All right, Big Murph. Underrated or overrated? The Murph workout, the CrossFit workout, the Murph. That comes from Coach Carp. Yes, it does. That one. Big, big Coach Carp. I don't want to insult the. Hmm. It's 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 the workout, not the man, that it's based off of. So don't be. You don't have to hold pull your punches because he's not going to be offended. Well, then fuck that CrossFit nonsense. Absolutely. All due respect. Never. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna kip up anything. I don't care what you say. I'm not doing burpees. I'm not doing kip up anything. Well actually at the meet I made a joke about doing uh kip up deadlifts and everybody looked at me like I was insane. And that just made me feel better that like, yeah, you're right, that does sound stupid. And you just kinda of look at him for a second. <laughs> I mean it's still like much more athletic than like their skills. I get it. It's just for me it's overrated. Um, and I'm really over all of the jokes I've heard about doing Murph. Cool, cool. Oh, I, get that. Very I didn't even go there with that. 
Yeah, y'all did it, but so every year when that comes around, I'm like, oh, I'm it's like me on April 1st. I'm not opening social media on this day because I've already seen it all coming. (laughs) All right, I get it. I get it. Right, and let's go to the last one. Big Murph, this is for all the marbles. You will be entirely judged for you know your your entire appearance on the episode based off this this answer. So overrated or underrated? Company gyms. The gym at work. Overrated. They I think for like legal reasons, they can never put in a proper rack. They can't have good equipment. No one's gonna treat things well. You're just there to kill time before, after, or during work. Um, and it's very weird to be in the locker room with people that you may be in a meeting with later. You're like, oh, no, don't don't change here. I have to see you in like 45 minutes. <laughs> this is too weird. So overrated for many reasons. That mm-hmm. actually came from the Instagram handle Band of Druthers. Oh, my. Which we uh, was one of the, the potential names for this podcast. Till we find out somebody else already has it. I think we should at some point do a segment where we just read some of the hilarious puns. You should get Band of Druthers, like the actual Band of Druthers on the podcast. Yeah, so, and ask them who do they think they are. like a band in <laughs> Seattle or something? Yeah, bring them oh, on. The, who do you the think? The original one. Because... No, not the Instagram one. We'll get we'll get them yeah. on eventually. Well, yeah. They was, but bring they the was... actual band on. <laughs> they have that's, no that's... clue what's coming. <laughs> so we spoke to your wife, and we want to know. What? Honestly, that is one of my favorite parts, though. Just like randomly DMing the guests, friends, or significant other of some sort, whoever they're comfortable with us reaching out to. Like that's been my favorite part. Like just diving in with like the, the guests, uh, you know, whoever they feel comfortable letting us, you know, I, get information I, from. I, like who else could do that though? I do feel that that's like um, crew privilege. Absolutely. But I don't think you've ever been a part of a podcast where somebody messaging your wife to ask questions. Cause like, um, so for my birthday, Scants sent me deadlift slippers because my wife reached out to him and asked him. And then at some point, somebody sent me some cigars. I won't mention any names in case they want to stay private, but uh, they're from the crew. And I don't know how they got my address, but I assumed it was from my lab. This all seems like Canadian cuteness right now. <laughs> but no, because Keith reaches out to people, significant <laughs> others and friends all the time. My wife like messages scans to send me these slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It was, it's just, kind of, I think it's weird for Keith, like when Keith goes, well, I reached out to their significant other and all of us are like, as one does. <laughs> but like, you shouldn't yeah. do that in real life. If this was anything else, you would never do that. Yeah. But in, in our defense, oops, sorry. In, our, in our defense, like we're not interviewing people that have that, like we followed on Instagram. I mean, well, yes, we're all friends and shit, but like there's only so much information we know about fellow crew. Like yeah. once we get through the first 10 people, like I don't know shit about a hundred people that are discord members that we will interview at some point. So yeah. like, it has to be like, granted, like we're not, we're not, they're not spoon speeding us the questions. And then I'm just regurgitating that. Like we're putting our own spin on them and all that. But like, we don't really know so much. And if I only, if the, if the entire podcast was based off of what we knew about the person, we'd talk for a half hour and be over. And then what the fun is that? So we got to have the, 
the zingers and when we kind of didn't really have one this week because we kind of only had access to your friend but uh getting the the really like childhood shit like that and then watching their face when we asked that random question you know like that's that's one of our i think we both enjoy joey and i both really enjoyed that so i'm gonna keep doing it so if you are a potential podcast the guest just you know warn your significant other that i will be sliding in those dms did you hear phone speeding murph what? Did you hear him say phone speeding? Oh, did I misspeak? Damn it. No. Oh, no, I, heard, I didn't even I'll, register. No, he said, I'll be phone speeding people. And I just, <laughs> like, is that from Star Wars? I don't know it. Like, no, what that, that... Was, uh, that was that was the two beers the, and the slip of the tongue there. <laughs> oh, I just moved on to a Keats. Drinking my candy. Do you have Keats in Washington? You guys are kind of close to our border, ain't you? No. thought I was bad at geography. I, Washington's not close to uh, yeah. Washington DC. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you, no, do you're you... on the west. You're on the west side, aren't you? Is this a bit? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm not going to Washington anytime uh, soon. Uh, that's funny. So, but you know, DC. I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring a. I'm gonna bring a two for a Keats. By the way just to spread the Canadian love and also so me and Scans yeah, have something I, to get drunk on. I think I'm also going to have to check a bag to just bring some booze that I want to share with people. I know. I, that's like, <laughs> I'm going to have, like when we're checking across the border, it's going to be like, do you have anything to declare? Uh, I have three cases of Keith's and four cases of President's Choice sparkling water. Ooh, I'm excited <laughs> for some sparkling water. I am excited to bring some uh, President's Choice if you actually are able to get that across. That's that good stuff. That's the good stuff everybody's been looking for. It's, it's not good it's Canadian not, stuff. Now, is it more that it's like more than just a hint of flavor or is it the flavors are really good? It's The flavors are really good and exactly what they're supposed to be. So they're not essenced. They're not like nice. Lacroix. Uh, but like when I drink the root beer one, the root beer one's my favorite because I love root beer pop, but I don't want the sugar. Uh, pop means a uh, soft drink to any American people who don't know that <laughs> um, soft drink soda pop, uh, but it just, it just, it's my favorite and it just tastes like that, but with none of the sugar. So PC just really nailed that. They have a ginger ale one, the orange creamsicle one. There was another one that my wife drank for a little bit that she really liked. And I, I just don't remember what it was, but it's like PC, it just figured it out. Whereas bubbly's like, we're going to make pineapple. PC was like, mm, no, nah, orange vanilla creamsicle. And it tastes like that. Hold up. Is pop and soda a regional thing in Canada as well? No. No. uh, Most of us call it pop. I I tend to say soda just because I have been talking to Americans for quite some time in my life. So sometimes I just know not to say pop. Uh, And the one time I went to OzFest in Detroit and ordered a pop and they looked at me like I was insane. Like, I was just the most insane human she's ever seen. I went, like a soft drink, like a Pepsi, like, give me fucking something. <laughs> so ever since then, I kind of just, sometimes I'll do soda. I'm going to go get a soda. And then all my Canadian friends look at me funny. I use them interchangeable at this point. I, I work at this I, I've So I've lived in New York. I've, I've lived up here for 15 years now. Uh, and I know when I grew up, I called it something. And now we call it something else up here. Like, like what I called it in West Virginia and what we call it in New York. Don't they're the opposite but i'm so far removed from like remembering or caring like i don't remember if i called it soda or pop as a kid and like people looked at me funny up here but now i just 
I don't know. I just, I, I drink Diet Coke and fucking sparkling water. I don't even, I don't ever say like soda or pop really. It's not like a term I hardly ever use anymore. Of a sodi pop. I've got some Iron Brew. Iron Brew. Sodi would get you some pop. weird looks if you said. Sodi, I think a sodi pop. Sodi <laughs> would definitely uh, get you a weird look. So, all right. Uh, Big Mark, before we get in and uh, handing you over the reins, I got one of the guest questions that I did want to touch base on real quick. Are you still an active D&D player and are you still a LARPer? That was the facial expression I was waiting for. Yes. We didn't get that with any of the other questions. How so dare you? <laughs> well, there's a that's factual inaccuracy. In the, in the, oh, okay. okay. I have an issue with the premise. Um, okay. Yes, I still play D&D. Um, we, I meet weekly, bi-weekly. It depends on availability. Um a lot of friends have kids now, so that complicates schedules because everyone gets sick and stuff. But, um, yep, I still play. And I haven't been playing forever. Uh, my partner has played for a long time. He's a much bigger n- nerd than me, but I enjoy it. I like to play. LARPing. I have not been a LARPer. LARP, live-action role-play. Um, but I do... <laughs> I'm LARP adjacent, I would say. <laughs> LARP essence. I'm la- like. <laughs> All right. So, so a week after the Lift Hardly Lift Hard Live Easy Classic, I will be going to a two week long, kind of like a medieval war scenario. Oh hell yeah! That's cool. Um, you, it's a reenactment. It's Tell in me, rural Pennsylvania. It's not a reenactment. Okay. It is a group of people. It is a gigantic group of people. Around, yeah. I, I don't know what it's like post-pandemic, but around ten thousand people form a shanty town, essentially. It's not a ren fair. Pennsylvania. It's not, not a ren fair. It's much more intense. And then there become gigantic fair. battlefields where mostly dudes, but a number, an increasing number of women dress up in medieval oh, armor and hit each other. So it's <laughs> LARPing. You're going to a LARP fest. I do not uh, regularly do fighting. Oh. Because I have a history of migraines, so I can't get hit. So it's not really fair for me to be like, don't hit me, but I get to hit you. <laughs> well, can't you just stand off the side and Probably shoot lightning ball. bolts? Yeah. So it's, no, it's actually like people get hurt. There's a number of people that go to the ER every battle. Yes, of course they do. (laughs) But uh, I will be dressing in a garb of some sort and then drinking around a lot of fires, mostly for two weeks. And this this garb is something that you sewed yourself, uh, supposedly? Some of them I have, yeah. That's pretty cool. They look like shit, but so you would yeah. say you're you're larpish. It goes with the vibe. Larpish. Yeah, you're larpish. Not larpish. <laughs> but I don't like do things like in character. We don't. My group doesn't like call anyone milady. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the <laughs> good one. <laughs> like bow to a knight or queen or whatever. It's not really our thing, but, but yeah, I will be larp adjacent and drinking off the grid for a couple weeks it sounds oh, yeah. awesome speaking of adjacent one more what just literally it's the, my last size hand trick and we'll hand it over to the big Sorry, is so, this is this one more thing yeah, it, yeah one more let's say it's like the, the colombo thing just one more oh, thing uh, just uh, one more thing wait so now you got me there you go yep 
Okay, so speaking of something adjacent, uh, in Joey's story this week, it kind of summed up our podcast perfectly to me. And it's kind of, I actually, to where I sent it to a couple of my friends, he referenced our podcast as a comedy podcast that is fitness adjacent. And that just like, that resonated so, like, yeah, like I didn't know that's what I wanted it, but like that's basically like, yeah, like I want it to be funnier more than podcast, the more than powerlifting. So like I think we succeed. I, I hope that I strive to succeed with that each week. So I think we did, but I really liked how he had it worded. So that was my one last thing. I don't remember saying that. Uh, well, I think it was in your story when you were basically. Oh yeah, when I was promoting were... the last week's. Yeah, yeah, it was so. Yeah, it was, it was pushing uh, Big Mofo's podcast with like the link or whatever. All right, all right, hey, go me. Yeah, you made you were I. Joey got a big shout out on the podcast. There you go. That's pretty impressive. So, Big Murph, did you prepare anything for Joey and I to uh, stump us? You got any any anything up your sleeve, up your your wizard sleeve, if you will. Well, other than how I've ruined your evening with the chair person situation. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Um, yeah please, please don't ask me that question. <laughs> no. Well, first I wanted to ask Joey, and I probably could have just messaged you about this, but are you familiar with the show? It's no longer on, but Under a Rock with Tig Notaro? I do know Tig Notaro, but I don't know the show. Okay. Well, Tig is lovely, but yes. she, may, she has a show. Uh, Tig is notoriously unaware, completely oblivious of celebrity, um, doesn't watch movies, TV, doesn't know things. And so there was this, she had a, hosted a show where they would bring on a celebrity and she would interview them to try to figure out who the fuck they were (laughs) and like ask questions. (laughs) Anyways, I thought it seemed like a, something you would be interested in. And and maybe you don't even know who she brings on either. (laughs) No, it's unlikely. So like, okay. When it comes to like fit fluencers, I don't have any patience for them. So I don't like follow them. Uh, Some of these big lifter people, the only reason I know about most of them is the podcast or the Arnold. Yeah. And it's just because like, I don't, I don't need to know. I don't, you're probably cool, but like, yeah, you can live deadlift a thousand pounds. Like what else do I care about you? And then you follow them and all their stories are just like, usually weird like just weird stuff i don't want to know about other humans who i only followed because they lift heavy but so like eight thousand stories a day you're like yeah like it just is so uh, much and then like i won't i won't mention any names and it's just like like i'll follow you and then your all your stories are really shitty political takes like just like middle school level knowledge of politics and I'm like, what? I'm not following you. Like, dude, this is, I don't need to see this type of stuff. Read a book. So, like, it's just not fair. But when it comes to, like, um, I also have this other weird, uncanny ability to recognize voice actors. So, we'll be watching something and I'll, like, a cartoon. My wife will be watching some anime or some American made and I'll go, oh, yeah, that sounds like, and I'll just name, like, three other shows that that person's been in. She'll Google it and go, like, it's not fair. How do you do that? But it's it's only voice actors I can name. Like the um, the Harley Quinn show that just came out that was just released. The one that's like rated R or whatever. Like swearing and, and adult themes and stuff. I was able to name two or three of the people in that show. Just in the first episode. So that was, and that's that's kind of crazy. So celebrities, I think I would kind of do better. 
Mm. Anybody in the fitness world? No, don't know. Don't care. Yeah, the fitness world, I think um, I've sort of prided myself on weeding out some nonsense that I followed at one point because I'll see people complaining about a trend um, and I'm like, I've never seen that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like when people were talking about like the broccoli hair and the earring, I'm like, I've only ever heard of that from the people I know follow that I follow who are complaining about all that in the wild. But then I went to the Arnold and I saw it. (laughs) I I saw the cross chain in the mouth, broccoli haired sumo lifter doing three plates. Like it was the end of their life. And I was just like, I even, I think I said to Kevin and Nate, that exists. I thought that was a made-up boogeyman, but it's here with us now. We live in a bubble. Good. (laughs) I guess we all live in our own bubbles, but... Well, some people choose to live in a bubble of hate where they... they... Because we all do. We all live in a bubble. That's just the essence of our subjective view of the world. Objectivity is a lie. It doesn't exist. Get over it. Subjectivity is the only thing that influences you because every decision you've made and how you look at things, including the way your eyes see as the results of things that happened before that moment. There is no objectivity. Everything is subjectivity. So <laughs> we all live in our own little bubble. He's this pointing with his finger as though he has his third eye in his, his Yes. Yeah, so Correct. like like I, I everybody chooses their little bubble some of us choose to live in a bubble of positivity where i don't need to know all these people because all they want to do is hate on other people right well, this this bubble idea leads into my general question for both of you so okay let me, let me thank you for cutting me off because i would have went on forever but joey's getting political are either of you familiar with the concept of the specialness spiral no. So I had not heard of it until recently. I Teach heard me. it on a place, a location, an audio recording that may exist somewhere that doesn't actually exist. Um, so there was this researcher talking about uh, what they called a specialness spiral. And it's sort of about how we make ordinary things feel like treasures because we hoard them or make we save them for special occasions. So her example was going on vacation and buying really nice spices and then bringing them home and deciding not to use them Mm -hmm. until there was like a special meal, until Mm -hmm. the right guest was over. And each time she decided not to use them, it made them more special. Like they were being reserved for something more worthy. Grandma's China. Um, Yep. So it's a specialness spiral where, like, the more you don't use it, the more special it gets. So I mentioned in the Discord a while back that I have accidentally been hoarding ammonia. And so I think I have this specialty spiral with obsidian ammonia specifically, because that's just what I've purchased. And I feel like I save the sniffs for when I need them. And each time that I, like, tell myself I don't need that, I'm fine. I'll use that when I really need it. And then I don't know when that time actually exists. I'm just never using ammonia. So I'm wondering in whether in the lifting context or otherwise, like what are you hoarding or what are you, what is your specialty spiral? Like, are, are you reserving like a special bar, a sandbag, 
chalk for me chalk is also another one like oh, I don't need it until a certain weight um so I'm like hoarding these things and then I'm like I should use them like what are we holding on to it for so I'm just curious about if there's like a lifting related specialty spiral that you have I got one so I've got well I mean a lot of what you hit on like certain bars putting chalk on like all that yeah like there's shit that i do that once i hit a certain weight i you know i implement these things in my training but specifically saving something for a special occasion if i was to like put that caveat on it if that's my interpretation on the special spiral i've got a pair of orange compression underwear that i you know they're my oldest pair of underwear like gym underwear i wear compression underwear in the gym and just caught in you know boxer briefs outside of the gym whatever but I they're they're like seven years old so they're worn out and I only like wear and I don't want to overwear them so I only wear them on like RP nine or ten days and then it's just if I know I'm wearing my orange compression underwear I know it's a big fucking heavy day and like as goofy as that is they just make me happy you know they're I've, you know that's <laughs> so that is something I definitely hoard because the more I wear them the more I wash them the more they get wore out you know their life expectancy shrinks every time I wear them so it's kind of like they have they got a finite amount of like maybe 50 more lifts in them and then they're probably going to be like blown out of the seams completely so my orange compression adidas underwear that's fair I, I have a like sports bra that is my favorite sports bra which you would think means that I would wear it the most or like as often as it's clean but I don't I like save it and then all of a sudden I've done laundry twice and I still haven't like, had to wash it because I haven't worn it. Anyways, it's weird the things our brains do. But you, have, feel, you feel stronger when you wear that sports bra, I bet. Yeah. Sorry, I've got um, ammonia. I used to just go willy-nilly whenever I felt like I needed to pick me up. And now with ammonia, I opened up. I was saving. This is actually it. I was saving my Dakota Breeze for my meat. I haven't opened mine. And then one day I was like going through my box. I have a box of ammonia. I was like, no, nah, I'm doing this one today. But like, I've only used it once. It's just going to go bad now. And I've only used it once because I'm not like, I'm not pushing RPE, anything over RPE 8 right now until my meat. And even my meat is like 90, 95%. And they supplied the job. And I wish I had brought ammonia to that meat because all the ammonia they had was old. Like we had to go digging through to find one that worked and I should have just brought my own. In my personal life, I have a jacket from a brand that Murph and I have both ordered from, uh, Blackcraft Cult. And I wanted that jacket so bad. Mm-hmm. And they released it with 30% off. So I bought it and I've worn it all of once <laughs> to my dad's funeral. Cause it's a good looking jacket. It's a trench coat. Like it's, it's a gorgeously made jacket, but I keep telling myself that I'm not dressed up enough to wear that anywhere. Yep. And I look a bit like a movie villain when I wear it, especially if I wear the circle glasses, like I just look like a nightmare. So it just sits there and I paid $150 for this jacket that is just for the next special occasion. Yeah. But there are no special occasions. I'm going to die Everything should be a special occasion. So I think that was sort of like the point of the what the researcher was saying on this other audio platform that to to use them to to live your life to you know live mm-hmm. easy and to embrace that and to not hoard the things that make you happy to save them for another time because you know they'll make you happy so go ahead and just experience that now. It's a little different with the underwear situation, Big Keith. That's fair if they're going to wear out. <laughs> 
maybe get it's, some more. I yep. If I if I could find the exact, that's the thing too. With with, with going back to clothes earlier, like manufacturers change shit every now. Like I can't find this pair of underwear because I I did buy a new uh like three pack of Adidas, you know, Under Armour. What do you know? Uh, you know, uh, spandexy underwear, and they're like they don't even feel anywhere similar to the pair that I've had for like seven eight years. So like yes you can buy you can you can replace it but no because it's not it doesn't feel the same and as someone like me like ocd like eh, i could fucking you know i can tell <laughs> but i also have a bunch of masks a weird thing that i hoard is masks like um, halloween masks yep so right now behind me you guys can probably see the um this guy up here unfortunately if you're listening you can't see it um but it is essentially a what's that um it's a pig mask but it's made of burlap right it's got one eye missing and then um bray wyatt a wrestler i have actually every mask he's ever released and i always i have them and they're all in like specific little bags or hanging somewhere and i'm always like one day i'm gonna do something with those and i never do and you're judging me for being LARP adjacent. You're sitting over here with a collection of pig masks. And- <laughs> I have all, well, my wife, my wife also hates really yeah. scary masks. Uh, and that's all I own are terrifyingly scary masks. And I don't mean like gory because gory is not scary. These are like ones that make you second guess yourself. So she doesn't really like them. So, but yeah. Hey, who made fun of you? My wife wants me to play D&D one day. I'm just not really interested to be honest with you <laughs> sure one day i might be it can really like the group dynamic can really make or break the whole experience so i think finding the right group of people and the right you know a leader can help yeah, now, would you yep. would you do like what spoon did and start a podcast on no no mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is this the first podcast you've been on big murph yes nice I think we, yeah, I, that's pretty cool. Uh, I I enjoyed that question. That was fun. I didn't really think. I, I'm sure I could deep dive and think of more shit that I actually hoard. I'm sure there's things like there's certain there has to be like certain. I, I bet there's a certain dish in my cupboard that like I only use for like special meals and stuff. Like there has to be. I just you know nothing nothing's jumping out of me right now. That's why I said it's. That's why I said Grandma's China, right? Like that's the old the old joke is Grandma has the china in the cabinet that we're going to use on a special occasion. And never use it. And right. then she dies and you get grandma's china and then you just never use it. Or if you grew up with Greek or or um or even Portuguese parents, I think you had that room that was for special use only. Do you guys know about that, right? Or is that just me up here in Canada that okay, so there's like I don't have Greek or Portuguese. Okay. Like a dining room that you only no, use for... it was it was particularly a living room that was off limits, and I I do think this is a strictly uh, Mediterranean slash Eastern European concept, where you have um, your living room, but your living room is usually uh, coated in plastic furniture, okay, and you you're just not allowed to go in there. You don't use that door, you don't sit in there. That room is for special occasions. Then you had the other one, which was in in my friends was in the basement where they had the basement living room that everybody gathered in, or the kitchen or the back room. And I'm I'm 
I'm not making this up. There's got to be other people. If you're listening, no, no, to this, I think I definitely had friends who had grandparents whose houses you would go to, and the couch is like in that like very thick. Yeah. Yes. So and you don't. You like, don't no, sit no, on this that is one. for like real guests, and you're just yeah. children. Yes. Family doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. I was gonna say like, to, don't leave me hanging here. No, no, I just yeah. didn't think it was like a cultural <laughs> thing so much as a generational thing. Yeah, the, oh, the yeah. concept of the furniture for sure I know about, but like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up uh, fancy enough to have a second, like a second living room that we couldn't use because they. No, <laughs> house, and house I didn't was... have it, but it was mostly my friends that are from gotcha. whose whose grandparents or parents were from that area because that was a sign of, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say the phrase conspicuous consumption, right? It's this phrase, this idea that we can afford this, so we're going to show it off, but we don't use it. Makes sense. Well, Big Murph, did you have anything else you wanted to hit us with? Or do you want to pull the trigger and bring it in for a landing? We're good either way. Yeah, I think we can bring it in. I don't have anything else, no. Ugh, you only prepared one. Uh, well, two, I guess. So, there was no. two. I, 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 well, I have myself. others, but I feel like we already sort of touched on that's the hard part here. Like we, I edited the overrated underrated a couple of times. Cause like mm-hmm. there's shit that like once, once we hit on, like, even if we don't intentionally hit on it, like you volunteer the information and I'm like, well, that was going to be like two of the overrated underrated. And it's like, do we ask again? And then it's just like, you know, like IPAs is one of the overrated underrated, but you kind of, you, you know, you mentioned your dislike of IPAs right off the bat, I believe uh, just in conversation. So it was like, but there's that, no point that also ask. came from big Jen. I do like most of our overrated underrated isn't from us. I do think I should. Uh, I appreciate that. I want to call people out. That's why I put their names on it when I add it there. Um, but I guess I forgot on that one. But I do enjoy that aspect. Uh, maybe going further, we'll just keep a bigger list and cross them out as we talk about. Them. That's Go true. We should maybe like we'll pre- prepare eight and then just cherry and then we'll because we, inevitably there's be one or two that get nixed just by conversation. So maybe we'll work on that for next going forward. All right. So where can they find us, Joey? You can find us at Unpaid and Underrated Podcast on Instagram, the Unpaid Intern Podcast.com. Uh, you can find me, I'm going to go first this time so that nobody uh, sees me out first, uh, at Joey underscore Malesco, M L E C Z K O. You're probably already following me if you're listening to this, to be honest with you, because uh, we are all crew. Uh, and you've got. I'm Big Keith, and I have been getting some new followers that have been crew related. So I. Keep keep it up, guys. So I am Keith Honeycutt seventy three on Instagram and the No Wine Seller on Instagram. What about you, Big Murph? Where they can anyone? Would you like them to follow you anywhere on your lifting your personal lifting? I'm assuming. Yes, my lifting Instagram is at Observe My Expansion. I love that. Now, where'd you come up with that at? Was it just did it, you pull it out of your butt, or was it like it was? Is that yeah, like a, a, there's a comic from uh, Strange Planet. Uh, Jonathan Pyle, I think is the author. Um, we can. I'll I'll post a story with the with the original nice. comic, but I do always aliens that are always. Yeah, I lifted discs. They were heavy. Observe my expansion. Nice, I love it. And uh, as I you... actually have the that comic as a banner in my gym now. Genius, genius. Um, you know what, guys? Again. We missed out on Big Matt, mostly squad videos. I think it's because he's on vacation, though. Uh, we've been really trying to get him in on this, and we just can't seem to like wrangle a good time to have him on. Uh, hopefully it comes up soon, though, and I really hope he's enjoying his vacation out in the UK, which I believe um, Big Keith said <laughs> he is. 
<laughs> yes, he he corrected me that he wasn't in the UK, but he didn't actually volunteer the information where he was. So, uh, oh well. So maybe he works for the League of Shadows as well. Mm-hmm. It's very possible. Everyone's in cohorts. All right, cahoots? guys. Cahoot. Yeah, co. Yeah, I mean it's the same word. Just everyone's in cohorts. Tense. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we are crew. All right, guys. We will see you next Tuesday, boys. And ladies. And ladies, yes, ma'am. It is. It is. Uh, dude is unisex. <laughs> <laughs>